Yes, I'm sure the 16-year-old is well-versed in Shackle's marriage laws. Pretty much everything I say is a broken promise. <laughs> Hello, this is your GM, Alex. I know, it's been a long time since we've had an intro, but I missed you guys, so here I am. We're smack dab in the middle of the holidays, so I just wanted to check in and say happy holidays, everybody. We really appreciate you guys sticking around and uh, listening to our antics week after week. And, you know, like I said, it's been a while since we did an intro, but we haven't forgotten you guys. We, like, we're like we we're doing this because we love it, but, you know, we, we still love you guys and we appreciate you listening every week and leaving reviews on itunes even though maybe more of you should do that and uh just you know all around being great being great listeners uh we love you guys and as you as always you can listen to us all over the place on itunes on podbean on stitcher on google play on our website swissarmyscorpion.com on ipad nick wants me to remind you and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. So I'll let you get right into the episode. So please enjoy episode 36, A Mutually Beneficial Proposal. Bitch, please. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Sus Army Scorpion. So I've had about a week to, I've had exactly a week to re- prepare for this week. And I didn't really do much because I have no idea what you guys are going to do. Oh, you know exactly what we're gonna do. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna. Make sometimes friends. I think I might know what you guys are gonna do, but I don't know. I have no idea. Anything could happen because you guys don't know the layout of this place. You don't know what who's in here. Like you don't know anything right now. Has that ever stopped us? <laughs> and you got a hostage, the masked hostage, the masked hostage. <laughs> <laughs> we can I mean, hire another. <laughs> He just drops his title. <laughs> He's already dead to us. <laughs> yeah, hey. All right, so let's uh, let's get right into it. So you enter Tidewater Rock, mm. and behold a large 20 by 30 foot room, dimly lit by arrow slit windows. Mm. It's reminiscent of an old cellar with a high ceiling, hard packed dirt, and a cool, moist air. Despite its size, the room is packed with assorted supplies like spare timber, kegs of nails and tar, Spare sailcloth, fishing lines and nets, length of heavy rope, and unused furniture, all painstakingly arranged to capitalize on the limited space, leaving a surprising amount of space to navigate the room. A rowboat hangs from the rafters. Alcoves in the stone shingle walls and below arrow slits hold more delicate items like tinder boxes, tallow candles, and shipped crockery. A large alcove in the eastern wall holds a staggered wooden ladder that appears to lead to the second floor. You are standing in this room with the salt and pepper haired man that you saw on the battlements with Lady Agasta Smithy and two other guards. Man with the salt and pepper hair stands up straight and looks at you all. He says, My name is Royster McClee, Sergeant at Arms. Hello, Royster. Hey, Royster. I'll have you know that Weldon is tied up as we speak. Weldon? And any. Who's Weldon? Your hostage. Hostage? Weldon? Don't you know your own hostage's name? Oh, the masked hostage? You mean? Is yeah, is he not wearing a mask? Yeah. I had I didn't remove his mask. I I asked his name and he told me Weldon. That's weird. He doesn't he have told a name. you Weldon? <laughs> <laughs> his name is the masked intern. 
We'll have to yeah. talk to him about that. Sorry. Sorry to waste your time like that. In fact, I turn to S.H.I.E.L.D. and I kind of like whack him in the arm like, S.H.I.E.L.D., if we're going to bring along your little play toy, he can't make us look bad. <laughs> Especially to a guy named Royster. I, that's what I'm saying. When a nerd's calling you out. It's like, quick, think of a dumber name than Weldon. Oh, I don't know, Royster? <laughs> <laughs> Royster clears his throat. <clears> throat. I turn back to Royster. I'll have you know that your hostage will be assassinated at the first moment of hostility. As long as we understand each other, you can follow me. Understand we do. Lead on. I kind of like suck in, you know, air through my teeth and think that Devoth is definitely getting this dude killed. (laughs) (laughs) At the first sign of hostility, he will be assassinated. Oh boy. (laughs) I feel like assassinated is a strong word. (laughs) More like bumped off. Demoted. Assassinated would uh, imply some sort of importance to us. <laughs> it's just fired. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm exactly what I'm worried about. <laughs> so he brings you over to uh, the ladder, the eastern end of the room, and Royster uh, climbs up it. And uh, one of the other two guards follows him up, and he leaves the last one at the tower entrance to watch the door. They're already thin in their numbers. <laughs> Upon closer inspection, the ladder seems very unusual in that its rungs alternate from side to side so that someone not paying attention could easily lose their footing and fall. The ladder brings you to a short, narrow corridor that immediately turns to the right. At this bend, a small table holds a tarnished silver jug. There's a closed door immediately to your right, just before the corridor turns. The floors of these upper levels are made from heavy oak beams. The lighting is still sparse, provided only by the arrow-slit windows many of which are set into alcoves, which are used for seating or storage. The upper floors are also tall, with 12-foot-high ceilings. The entire castle has a very cramped feel to it, but it's still clean and manages to convey a sense of comfort and safety. You're brought in through the door to your right, bringing you into the southeast corner of a 10-by-15-foot room, with two wooden chairs and a small table. A single guard was sitting in one of the chairs, but shoots up to attention when he sees you and Royster. Another door is located to your right in the northeastern corner of the room, but Royster brings you across the room to a door to the west side. On the other side of this door is a slightly larger 15 by 20 foot room. The smell of carpentry and forge work filled your nostrils here, and you see across the room a small forge has been set up beneath the arrow slit window. This room is clearly the castle's workshop. Royster takes you across this room as well to the northwest corner and brings you through another door. You're now in another narrow hallway, which immediately twists to the right, where a set of stairs leads up. You follow the stairs up a level and reach the third floor landing. A door is to your left, and the landing turns into another narrow hallway to your right. Royster leads you to the left, immediately passing another door on the right. The smell issuing from beyond this door could only be from a privy. Immediately after the privy door, the hallway takes another right turn, leading to more stairs. Atop these stairs is a fourth floor landing. You exit the stairwell through another door, and behold the Great Hall with a long oaken table dominating the 15 by 25 foot room. At the southern end of the room, beyond the head of the table, is the only proper window, not doubling as an arrow slit, bringing in a much more light than you've grown accustomed to since entering. Lady Agasta Smithy sits beneath the window at the head of the table. A guard occupies each of this room's four corners. Two more doors can be found at the east and northwest sides of this room, but it seems your tour ends here. Why don't you sit down and make yourselves comfortable? I do it. Very well. I sit at the um, 
I assume she'll be sitting at like the head of the table. Yep. I'm gonna sit at like the far end, so I'm like facing her. Okay. Um, is there food at the table, or is it just the table? Uh, it's set up for dinner, but there's no food there right now. I'm gonna stay standing in the corner, at least until the food shows up. Suit yourself. I'll choose not to sit at this time. Suit yourself. I'll sit. Can I make a perception roll? Okay. What are you looking for? And specifically, anything like, you know, could we get ambushed in here? Does this look like a trap? Maybe a sense motive roll would be more appropriate. Uh, perception works for that. 20. Yeah, I mean, you you could be ambushed here. There's two closed doors at either side of the room that you don't know what's on the other side of. You don't really know the layout here. Any number of closed doors you didn't enter on the way here could have contained other guards that have since crept up the stairs behind you. But at the same time, it could just as easily not be an ambush. But you What can... about windows? Uh, Do I see any windows? There, I mean, there's the... There's the large window by the head of the table uh, that's got, like, a big shutter, but right now it's open. Uh, and, and it looks out directly into the water, or is there land yeah, underneath it? Yeah, it, it looks directly out, like, you can see your ship through the window. And then there's an arrow slit window on the west side of the room, to your right if you're facing the window. Is this window large enough so I don't have to be directly behind where she's sitting? Like, could I be off in this five foot square and be like kind of what i'm going to do is be like leaning against the windowsill looking out yeah you could totally do that um all right then i'll stand there don't mind me just getting behind you a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so manny's going to be looking out the window probably the whole time giving the perception that he's not really paying attention but i'm going to be heavily focused on like the guards their movement that kind of stuff yeah i'm staring at the the guard next to me and the guard uh across from that one so the two guards flanking devop because he's my captain so most of the time that we're having this meeting i'm also going to be staring at them (laughs) i'm gonna do the exact opposite it's gonna appear as though i'm paying attention but in fact i won't be (laughs) <laughs> so standard procedure you'll be engaged in conversation retaining none of it <laughs> so who is sitting down i will sit down i Me. am as well mass shield making himself comfy scram's also sitting so you all sit down and she smiles pleasantly at you all and says uh so tell me about yourselves i take it you're pirates I cut her off halfway through, you know oh. right about here okay and i start telling her about the glories of the mass shield you know, I'm the mass shield. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the mass brotherhood. I have a mass intern. And then I'm going to realize that I'm just kind of telling all my secrets and I'll kind of fade <laughs> off. And let someone competent take over. The, Cut, cuts over to Devoth and he's just sitting there, arms crossed, just staring at mass shield. Like There's like an uncomfortable like... <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've got a cup of water and I'm just staring at the bottom of it waiting for my parents to stop arguing. <laughs> I just want to ask for more gravy, but they're going at each other. I'm just going to stay back. Excuse me, Lemon. Devoth is dad. I am mom. That's your weird uncle, if anything. (laughs) Oh. So once Mass Shield trails off, finally, I will (laughs) turn back to Lady Smithy. uh, Yes, we are pirates. We were press-ganged onto a, a ship known as the Wormwood a few months back. She kind of, like, sits straight up when you mention the Wormwood. Ooh. The Wormwood? 
wouldn't still be captained by Barnabas Harrigan, would it? Yeah, and I'm sure he's just as much of a dick now as he was when you knew him. <laughs> yes, you could say that. <laughs> that buffoon attempted to take my castle uh, shortly after my husband perished at sea. As you can Manny see, Manny slightly tilts his head towards her when she when he hears that. Ooh. I take <clears throat> I take note of that. Kind of an internal note, but Devoth is now a little more hungry to take this place, <laughs> 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 just to do something that Barnabas Harrigan couldn't. <laughs> I like how my first thought was, "Oh my God, if he didn't do it, we're not going to do this." And right. Devoth's first thought is, "We must do this yeah. now." <laughs> like that pussy wouldn't know how to take this place. <laughs> Then I'll actually turn back, like, continue and just be like, he uh, press-ganged us in Port Peril a few months back, and, uh, well, we spent some time on his ship, we learned the the lay of the land, and the first time we came across another ship, he had us attack it, we took it, and he sent his first mate with us to go and get it uh, squibbed, if you will. Let's just say the first mate didn't make it to get it squibbed. But we made it there. And, uh, yes, now we're making a name for ourselves, and we figured what better way to start than to lay claim to the Tidewater Rock. I see. What ship did you sail for as you were press-ganged in Port Peril? Well, I was between ships at, the, at that point. But I believe Scram here was a crew member of the Dice Be Damned, who has uh, chosen to stay on with us instead. I see. So you have come to my castle in hopes of taking ownership of it, with the goal being to boost your reputation as pirates. It's quite ambitious of you. Well, yeah, we're nothing if not uh, far-reaching. At that point, a couple of rather old-looking uh, people enter the room through the door you came in. They're okay. holding trays of food, and they serve you your meal, which is boiled crab, butter-simmered sturgeon, Goat cheese and hard bread. Yeah, as I'm eating, I'm like getting into it, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like not making it any secret that I'm fucking loving getting wine and dined right now. <laughs> no wine, but there is lots of ale and rum. Ale and rummed right now. <laughs> um, I will. I'm gonna make a point to kind of like pick at it. I'm assuming this is probably roughly the equivalent, or maybe slightly worse than what we're getting like on ship every day. Um. Croup's a damn good cook, so he's doing a lot with what he's got. But I mean, this is this is good food. You've had better meals occasionally, but it's it's certainly no, you know, like we'll just throw something together really quick. Okay. Well, I'm still making a show of being unimpressed. Okay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I wish I thought of that. <laughs> Scram is pointedly like, or not really pointedly, but he's kind of watching what what happens to the mass shield if like. If I keel over, I'm seeing if he dies. If not, I'll go in. Uh, Manny, are you going to sit down and have some crab, or are you still standing by the window? Does anyone pointedly ask me to take a seat? Uh, When dinner's served, she'll, like, make another point to be like, everyone be seated. Uh, Enjoy your dinner. If you don't sit, she doesn't, like, fight you on it. Okay. Uh, But she does does look a little... Last time I accepted food and drink from a stranger, I woke up with a wicked hangover in some kind of cell. So, I'm good. She does look a little offended when you don't eat the food she's prepared for you. I tell her that. Okay. I apologize, but... She doesn't look 
any less offended. She doesn't have too much longer to be offended anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Are you leaving? You heard what I said. Uh, Shortly. As you're eating or not eating, uh, unless somebody stops her, she will uh, give you some history on Tidewater Rock. Uh, go ahead. She can uh, regale us with her, I'll pretend to listen. her pretentious history. So she she folds her she folds her hands after taking a couple bites and kind of like delicately like dabbing the corners of her mouth with her napkin. As you eat, allow me to regale you with the history of this Tidewater Rock. It was over two centuries ago. A pirate named Magnus Stormeyes discovered the natural harbor here on Windward Isle, and immediately recognized that it would make a perfect haven from which to launch a pirate fleet. She started with just one ship and a small encampment on Windward's harbor and began plying the shipping trades to the south. With the plunder from her initial hauls, she set about building this keep, which she named Tidewater Rock. From her vantage point atop the rock, she could pick out particularly ripe targets, while receiving ample warning of approaching hostile ships. Over time, Stormize's success enabled her to build a sizable fleet, and even additional strongholds on nearby islands. She became the scourge of the southern sea lanes, and eventually claimed the Hurricane Crown for her own. As the Hurricane Queen, she relocated to Port Peril, but was assassinated by rival pirates shortly after. Upon her death, her mm. burgeoning fleet fell apart among its squabbling captains. Gerda Frome, first mate of Stormeye's flagship, the Cocksure, then seized control of the rock. Within only a few years, Frome became a powerful free captain herself, and the legend of Tidewater Rock as both a powerful good luck charm and an impregnable bastion was born. Control of Tidewater Rock has passed from hand to hand over the many years since, and its strategic location and practical defensibility have enabled its owners to enrich themselves substantially, ever expectantly. Though it has lost some of its strategic importance with the rebellion of Sargeva and its ostensible alliance with the free captains of the Shackles, Tidewater Rock has still stood the test of time in being a stalwart asset for its owner. My late husband, Bertram Smithy, was the most recent lord of Tidewater Rock before me, he was the captain of the Vale and three other brigs. Like many who came before him, he held Tidewater Rock at his seat, but also held lordship over several other small castles in the area. Many years ago, Bert took his fleet out to sea in a feud with free captain Carola Antiochus, and never returned. Word eventually came back that Antiochus had lured my husband to the edges of the Eye of Abendago. Though Bert did sink Antiochus's ship, the Purgador, he was outflanked by Antiochus's unknown ally, Barnabas Harrigan. Oh. Bert was last seen on the deck of his crippled and sinking veil at the mercy of the Eye of Abendago. Captain Harrigan wasted no time in taking control of the rest of Antiochus's fleet and claiming Bert's undefended castles. He attempted to then take control of Tidewater Rock, but he wasn't expecting Captain Smithy's widow to defend the castle with such a thorough level of proficiency. I fended off his attack with such alacrity that he left and never came back. Other captains have since tried their luck in taking my late husband's castle from me, but all have failed. By the time she's done, uh, you guys are, for the most part, getting to the end of your meals. Mm -hmm. Can I do like a sense lying check? Is that sense motive or is that sense bluff? Sense motive. It's actually sense motive. Sense yeah. Bluffing is sense lying. lying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forget which ones to go together. Oh, yeah. That's a 20 not natural you're sensing the like the validity of her story yeah it seemed like she uh you know made some stuff up oh and then my husband died and then oh i defended everything look <laughs> at me Whoa. me a woman defending 
She must have been lying. I don't know. I like uh, that the first thing that she might have made up was her husband dying. <laughs> I don't know this woman. I just know her food's not poisonous. Yet. You don't know that yet. You're hoping. You're not sensing any deceptions in her story. Wow. Um, she's just proud and a yeah. badass. She's ex- she's extremely prideful. She almost is coming off as like, look what I've got, haha. She's almost almost like 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 a noble lady, like right, in her right, like right. she's almost like arrogant, mm-hmm. and like her confidence is it is it well deserved? Maybe. He's how old does too. she appear to be? Uh, she looks like she's about forty years old. Wow. Maybe the mass shield can settle down on Tidewater Rock. And we didn't oh, notice right. any ships. She doesn't have a fleet anymore, right? She's yeah. just got the island. Uh yeah, based on based on her story, it sounds like she doesn't have a ship at all. Like everybody who's here just lives here. And that could be an opening. Like though you haven't really seen how, she must have some way of like getting pro- supplies. Yeah, providing for herself. Uh it's not a big island, but it must be in some way, shape, or form self sufficient. I openly asked the question. Uh you were talking about your husband's fleet. What happened to it? Well, it sank, of course. The Eye of Avendago. You have no way of getting off this island? We currently do not, and have therefore made this this island our home. Long term, we are able to provide for ourselves, and in return we have a very extensive knowledge of uh, this island's means and its resources. We may not have much to work with, but we utilize every bit of it. There's certainly ways for us to uh, get you off this island. Why would I want to get off the island? You seem like you're longing for a, a little bit more outside of here. Well, of course, it would be an easier life having additional assets. I certainly did not say that I'd be willing to leave this island unprotected and without leadership to get it. Scram has an idea, but, like, he's a little bit afraid to, like, just share across the table. <laughs> like, Well, Devoth will kind of speak up, too. Just, uh, obviously, you've made this place your home, and you seem like you're at least satisfied with the arrangement so far. Let me ask, how much, how much contact do you have with the outside world other than the occasional, you know, scoundrel like ourselves coming to take your home? Do you trade? Do you, do you have any sort of, like... Anything that comes in or goes out, or do you just kind of scratch a living for yourselves on this island? We have no need to receive outside help. We are able to live with nothing more than what the island and the sea provides. It's one of the reasons why this is such a desired location. Any long-term sieges would need to be very well stocked themselves in order to wait us out. She kind of like moves her plate to the side and like leans forward. She says... I kind of imitate the same. I push my plate and lean forward. Ooh. She says, I push my plate out to the side and lean forward. I take everyone's plates. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they didn't finish. <laughs> she says, let's get down to business. It's obvious that you aren't prepared to leave without discussing the matter of ownership of this rock. I will state plainly that I have no interest in giving up this island for any price nor am I looking for an alliance. However, perhaps we can still come to some sort of agreement. Is anyone here familiar with a marriage under Shackle's Law? Uh, Would we be? Everyone make a knowledge local check. Yes. 10. 12. 19. 25. Okay. Okay, so uh, Scram and Lemon. 
You both are familiar with this somewhat outdated tradition. Uh, under Shackle's law, two parties can agree to a mutual, a mutually beneficial marriage relationship for a set period of time. During that time, each party enjoys the full benefits of marriage to his or her spouse and concomitant resources. Once the agreed upon time period is up, either party can choose to divorce simply by stating as much, and each party returns amicably to his or her own holdings with no further strings attached. First, you, you're married for an agreed upon length of time. And at the end of that length of time, if one or both parties are like, yeah, no, I don't want to be married anymore, then that's all there is to it. But in the meantime, you are married and you're committed to each other. Croc wouldn't be happy. So this used to be particularly beneficial in the turbulent politics of the shackles. As free captains could marry a rival captain for a set period of time ensuring that the rival's fleet wouldn't take any action against their own. And if love developed under such an arrangement, the marriage could continue indefinitely if both parties agreed to it. It's not quite pop, quite as popular anymore, but it's not like an antiquated it's tradition like or anything. Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, with the aid of Scram, will explain that. As you guys are talking, my interest is peaking more and more. I could get used you to a place like with this. That, with, with your uh, napkin. <laughs> Dude, can we... Marry off S.H.I.E.L.D. and leave him. <laughs> Wait, let's marry off the intern. He really wanted to be an officer. We'll make him a lord. <laughs> we'll just marry off Scram. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. She's a little bit too old for me. As Lemon. Scram might turn on us. She's she's honestly too old for any of us except S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. She's like a young piece for me. <laughs> ah, this rat has kinks, though. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> So yeah, as Lemon and Scram are kind of going, oh yes, Shackles' marriage, it's da 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 da. Lady Agassiz Smith, is, uh, she's like politely nodding her head, letting you all explain. She says, "Well, there you have it. I'm not prepared to agree to an alliance, but as a widow, uh, I would be willing to uh, take on a new husband who would share my assets for a set period of time. In return, would uh, would provide me with a ship." Or maybe eventually a fleet, which would increase the resources sent to Tidewater Rock. And I, of course, would continue to do my utmost to protect this castle and any resources, treasures, plunder held within. With a uh, mouthful of food, you know, because <laughs> I'm still eating <laughs> while everyone's talking serious business. I'm going to say, uh, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Have you ever been with a man? With a shield. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to say shield or mask. Lemon dies. I need to roll a new character. <laughs> yeah. One I with a shield. On crab. I'm done. You, so, shield asks that mouthful of food. And Lady Agassa Smithy kind of looks you over. Her eyes linger to the giant shield. The two shields that you have leaned against the wall. And linger back to you. She says, well, my husband was famous for his magical iron shirt, but no, I suppose. Because I got two shields, baby. Shield, why don't you give me a diplomacy check? Yes. <laughs> Anyone who wants to be Shield's wingman. Oh, my God. Is, I'm the greatest. Joe, is that a natural 20? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> oh totally I'm totally assisting this. Hooray for me. I'm in there. Um, absolutely. This is tasty. I assist. <laughs> Wait, what am I rolling? Diplomacy. Oh, Get that God. 19 from Lemon. 19 six. from Devoth as well. I got a 6. 
28 with their okay so 28 on your diplomacy check <laughs> in spite of yourself <laughs> you come off as having an innocent charm yeah to your 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 very maybe it's just because Agassiz Smithy has gone so long without her beloved husband <laughs> Bert or maybe it's just because Shield just kind of has that animalistic <laughs> magnitude. She's thirsty but, and you look like one tall drink. <laughs> she she gives you a warm smile. Oh, that's she more said, than I usually ever get. <laughs> this is great. She says, "I'm sorry, I don't think I got your name." I stand up. Shield. The masked shield. The crab legs. <laughs> and I walk over to her, grab her hand and kiss it. She like she Ooh. full on blushes. Yes. She, she kind of like centers herself, like finds her decorum. She says, "Well, Master Shield." I give a surprise face, like a ooh. <laughs> I said Master Shield, but she said Master. That's even better. I believe maybe we have an agreement then. I look over at Devoth, like Dad. Can I? <laughs> I'm just kind of like, like, oh, oh, with him? Oh, by all means, go right ahead. Allow me to be the first to raise a toast. I'm going to stand on the table and toast the, the, the new couple. She no says, way. This says, is the most exciting day of my life. She says, <laughs> and she says, pardon me for asking, but what is what is your title on uh, on your cruise ship? I look over at Devoth and give him like a pleading, like, give me a cool title, please, with my eyes. I'll look at him for a second. <laughs> See the pleading in his eyes. Our defense lawyer. The mass shield is our uh, our executive master of intern management. That's true. That's true. Yes, I I immediately hop on any title that he'll bestow upon me, as if it's like the most important title. (laughs) She doesn't seem familiar with that title, but she says, "Mm, "I I see. Very impressive." I'll, I'll jump in and add. So, basically, we've decided to allow... We don't really like the idea of press gang, so, uh, you know, slavery's not really our bag. So we're kind of going for this internship plan. Oh, it's very oh, robust. It, it, it's working wonders. As, as you can see, our first intern was so willing to put his own life on the line. His life on the just, line. <laughs> you just give him a little bit of pay and treat him like people, and they, they fight for you. But we didn't pay him. <laughs> Better not say that out loud. Quiet now. <laughs> Manny, Manny whispers in her ear. <laughs> so, can I make a sense motive roll? Sure. On what? Uh, on me. <laughs> Is he really to... the executive master of intern management? <laughs> this is going to be a sense motive roll for why she even is willing to get married in the first place. She just got done saying it's her home, it's self-sustaining, she's so prideful that she has it. So... She, well, she I, just wants to get married to get married. Yeah, I personally got the feeling that like she doesn't necessarily want to spend the rest of her life stuck in this rock, but she feels like a duty like she should. But if she can get this marriage formed up so that she can feel safe enough to leave and know that she can come back at any time to her home, she will take that deal over just being a, essentially a prisoner here for the rest of her life. Go ahead and make a Maybe. sense motive check, Manny. I did. It was a 15. But maybe, maybe it's not as self-sustaining as she let it out to believe. Ooh. Maybe they are critically low. Mm. Also um, possible. So, with a, with a 15, uh, 
you can kind of like assess her whole personality by now in that if nothing else she is a proud woman as she stated several times she's not willing to give up tidewater rock for any price and she's also not looking for an alliance or a partnership so what the marriage would get her it sounds like a loophole if above all else honestly what the marriage would get her is she would gain the resources that she may either need or just benefit from as far as like getting additional food supplies repairs to the castle but through it all she's still the owner of tidewater rock she doesn't share it with anyone it's her inheritance and when the marriage is over will still be hers Mm -hmm. in the divorce Mm -hmm. since that's by shackles law there's no loopholes some other spoken or written alliance would be able to wrangle out from beneath her okay so just to summarize so i understand this she marries shield she gets the benefit of now she has a boat we can bring her supplies she could leave she could come back everything she gains from not currently having a boat she also gets to maintain ownership of it in the divorce she gets the island Where's what do we get from that? Because it sounds like we just inherited. We get a, a whole lot of. Nothing. We get a base of operations. We get to use Tidewater Rock as like a safe haven yeah. to come in and out of, someplace we know we can go where we're always welcome. And we have the benefit of being the pirates who work out of a very famous port. That too, and with it comes one point of infamy. So go ahead and add oh. that to your infamy total, boys. Ooh, did I just get married? Not yeah. yet. Boy, oh, you just got hit. There, there's there's a little, like, the guards who are just kind of, like, being, like, professional guards up until that point when S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agasta are like, yeah, so we'll we'll marry each other. It's official. Uh, the guards are, like, they kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all pull out their boots. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, like, they're like, like, yeah, congratulations, Lady Smithy and Master S.H.I.E.L.D. Hooray uh, for welcome me. Welcome to the family. Those old servants that you saw earlier uh, bring in an extra keg of ale. Oh, no way. And... This is the greatest. <laughs> I did not see this coming. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Lemon's going to provide some entertainment with some juggling. Oh. Okay. Oh. I'll do some juggling and I'll tell some stories to people who want to listen. Try to get everybody in a party mood since it sounds so festive in here. Sure. You want to give me a performance check? Hell yeah, I do. Mm. Oh, ten. <laughs> Devoth, you want in on this performance? Yeah. I rolled really bad. <laughs> now, do I assist or do I... No, just make your own check. <laughs> just take over the performance. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> That's a nat 20 for a 31. Oh my yeah, God. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I, if he's going to juggle better, I'm going to... I'm, I'm, I'm a storyteller. I'm not a juggler. <laughs> so we'll, we'll say, Lemon, your 10 was from you trying to split your concentration between juggling and storytelling at the same time, but obviously that wasn't working out. So Devoth takes over for storytelling, and you can commit all of your concentration to juggling <laughs> and uh, just really okay. spicing that up. And uh, it turns into a pretty uh, pretty entertaining evening of merriment and storytelling and juggling, and everyone seems to be having a pretty good time. Can we set up beer pong? <laughs> what? <laughs> Scrim- rum. Scrim's rum. already got, like... Six mugs like Royster clears up. the table off. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's Royster. <laughs> he puts on his letter jacket. <laughs> you know what? I, 
speaking of Royster, I want to I want to actually like stack me up, bro. I want to see how he re- <laughs> Speak speaking of Royster, I want to see how he reacts to the news that Lady Agasta is getting married to someone not him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Get Ooh. totally yeah. cucked, bro. Give me a sense motive check. Uh, that's an 18. <laughs> Royster holds himself with a very professional air and manner, but you're like keeping an eye on him. And whenever he thinks nobody's really looking at him, like corners of his mouth are like really tight and he just doesn't look comfortable or happy with the situation. He's like standing very stiffly. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> you think, well, maybe he. Uh, he fancies the Lady of the Rock. Maybe it's not reciprocated. Mm. <laughs> At some point during the festivities, I'm going to pull Mass Shield aside to a quiet corner and just uh, like clap him on the back like I'm congratulating him and just lean in real close. Yeah. It's like, uh, that title means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> uh, keep an eye out for that uh, that Royster guy. He's... Uh, he doesn't look too pleased with this development. Well, no, I'm marrying his woman. <laughs> I clapped Devoth on the back. Just, just keep an eye out. I, I thought you I, were. Oh, I get the feeling that he may be trying to plant a dagger in your back before too long. Oh, oh, you were serious. Thanks, Devoth, <laughs> and thanks for covering me for back there. Hey, I, I didn't have to marry the bitch, so. Hey, go that's at it. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Devon. And I'm your captain. What's your point? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> right after that happens, I say, I make an announcement. I, like, ting my glass. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Get everyone's attention. Everyone hushes up. Listen to the announcement. Agasta, my love, when I met you two hours ago, I knew that you were the love of my life and that we would have... A son! What? <laughs> the masked intern! <laughs> Our boy. And I, I disclose that I have a son, and that it's the masked intern. He's not my real son, what? but we're going to raise him together. Oh, okay. So she's a mother now. Is The, the announcement is she's a mother oh, now. Oh, 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 wait, wait. He's a what? paid child. <laughs> what did we do? Once, once, <laughs> once we have this marriage agreement finalized, can we get the masked intern like out of captivity? <laughs> oh yeah that's why i remembered i was like a son <laughs> the intern uh everyone's pretty hammered at this point yeah so everyone's just like hooray huzzah a son yes. and lady smithy's just like oh oh what <laughs> and just like rolls with the with the celebrations oh perfect that went swimmingly all right good because that was the one skeleton in my closet that i had just the a one son who wasn't actually a son <laughs> Yeah, and is still being held captive. Yeah, he's the yeah. fighter. So the merriment goes late into the evening, and real quick, as we're while we're getting drunk and everything, I'm actually gonna write a note, put it in the parrot, mm. and Ooh. send it to the ship so that they can have a party too to celebrate the Mass Shield's marriage. Wow! Oh, there you go. Kind and thoughtful captains. <laughs> That's why you're the captain. Serious. <laughs> I mean, you guys went into discuss terms. And like never came out. <laughs> like everyone asked her, like, all right, here's the plan. We storm the castle at dawn. Yeah. We bust them out. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Oh, no, they're I forgot Mahim sitting at the table too. Mahim's with us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Mahim. <laughs> I didn't even oh, see Mahim you there. Shield's best man. <laughs> tick 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 tick. <laughs> if I've learned anything from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, uh, 
it's that a captain of a ship has license to marry anyone at sea. Yeah. Perfect. So it's true in the movie. It must be true in real life and also Pathfinder. So it's canon. It's canon. It happened. It's legit. So the merriment goes well into the evening, uh, and you're all invited to spend the night if you so choose. I would like to, at some point, actually ask Lady Agessa if she knows anything about Mancatcher Cove. Ooh, ooh. Now that there's an inherent benefit. Ooh. Now, Manny, have you been, like, just kind of staying sober this whole time? Yeah. when uh, You've only ever once seen Manny get drunk. Oh, when was that? In fact, that's the only time anyone's ever actually seen him drink. And was that, like, when you got press ganged? All right, so two times. Once when we were press ganged, <laughs> and then when we actually, I think, took the... Um, the man's promise? Took over the boat. Yeah, I think I drank that night. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> but, yes, I haven't drank drank at all. I've still kind of actually been hanging out in the corner, just keeping an eye on things. Okay. You see festivities on the ship. Bringing guards yeah. into the other room and tell them you got a party trick. Blow their hand off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting up my own kind of brotherhood. Dude, you're going to love this. <laughs> so you ask uh, Lady Smithy if she knows anything about Mancatcher Cove. And uh, she says, oh, Mancatcher Cove. Yes, I've I've heard that. Heard of that silly legend. Uh buried treasure uh it's supposed to be some tiny fly speck of an island in the 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 southwest of the shackles i wouldn't put any stock into that though my dear boy would your husband have put any stock into it oh maybe he did but he never told me of such things i know he never actively pursued it do they have i assume they have a library somewhere in here uh you don't really find a library but, I mean, you are, at this point, free to explore the castle. Do they have... I assume they have a library somewhere in here? Yeah, you're not going to find a library. If you try to open the door on the uh, the east side of the room, it's locked. If you, if you exit the door on the west side of the room, that leads to some more stairs that go up into the roof of the castle. Uh, where you can see two ballistae at the southeast and southwest corners. Going down to the third floor, um, there's a kitchen, and there's a the decent-sized bedroom, considering the the cramped nature of the castle. You 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 enter that room, and there's like, well, you see one of the old servants sitting on the bed, saying, hmm, "What what are you doing here? The the party's upstairs. What what what, what do you need? Do you, do I need to bring up more food? You might. They're eating quite a bit up there." Okay, very very well. Uh, please, ask you to not stay in my quarters. I don't swing that way. Could you point me towards the old lord's study? <laughs> study this is a castle built for protection and launching pirate fleets. We don't have the luxury of a study in this in this castle, boy. Okay, let me put this in simpler terms. When the castle was under siege. Can you take me to whatever room the Lord and all of his captains would meet in? Uh, you're referring to uh, Lady Smithy's chambers. No. <laughs> <laughs> For the same reasons I would very much like you to leave my chambers, I will not <laughs> bring you to the the Lady of the Castle's chambers. All right, all right. I leave. I don't go back to the party, though. So you had to go through the kitchen to get to this bedroom. 
And uh, besides this door, there's one other that uh, has a guard post outside of it. Just gonna keep walking past him until he stops me. Oh, he's like standing directly in front of the door, so you like, you can't. I say, excuse me. He says, uh, no. Well, why not? I'm supposed to guard this room. Well, what's in the room? I'm not at liberty to, to tell you. Besides some uh, barrels sure of water are. and ale. We're we're like the same now. You are I, I am you. They just got married. That's how it works, right? Like, you benefit from my shit, I benefit from your shit. Yeah, yeah we're brothers now. <laughs> if I understand, the marriage hasn't actually happened yet, and besides, I don't have the key, so there. Well, that's <laughs> right, that's alright, but what, what's behind, what's in there? As I said, uh, our it's our water supply and also some barrels of rum. Oh, alright. I'm gonna keep exploring the castle then, until I find her room. Nice. Go down to the second floor, enter the uh, the workshop. No books in here. Through the other side is where that guard was sitting on the chair. Looks like just a standard, like, just guard sitting room. By the way, I'm not necessarily looking for books. Ideally, what would be nice would be to come across an old map or something. Mm. Continue. You don't see any maps so far, but if you go into the, uh, if you go through the sitting room, and you enter the door to the northeast. Uh, that looks like the guards' bed chambers. There's like a whole bunch of beds just kind of crammed against a wall. A couple of guards are like laying in bed, and they look pretty. They look pretty drunk. They're just kind of like singing sea shanties to each other. From there, you can go down to the first floor, which had all sorts of all sorts of things, miscellaneous stuff like crammed everywhere. There could be a map somewhere in here, but there's a lot of stuff I'll, to go through. I'm guessing that if he did have anything related to Mancatcher Cove, it wasn't just jumbled up. That's why I'm thinking, like, where was the room where he did his quote-unquote yeah. business out of? So you've explored pretty much the whole castle. The only room you haven't been in is the one that's locked adjacent to the dining room. So through process of elimination, can I assume that's her chambers? Most likely. All right. I go back to the party now. I have a job for my lemon. Oh. So, what'd you call me? <laughs> You're, my You're my little lemon poo. In fact, all right, actually, I'll go back to the um, the festivities, and I'll find lemon and um, have a little sidebar with him. All right. Yes? I just have a gut feeling that Lady Augusta's husband was the type of captain that obviously would have heard of Mancatcher Cove and had the ability and resources to dig into that and i think you might be able to find something that could help us in her chambers which are going to be locked so okay between now and when we leave at some point i want you to slip away from the group when she's not in the room get inside and have a little peekaboo see if you can find anything that might help us all right i can give it a shot i knew you were the rat for the job thanks so Lady Smithy says you're welcome to leave your ship uh, in the harbor overnight. Unfortunately, the castle has little room to spare for sleeping arrangements. And she says, uh, we, will, we will hold the wedding in one week's time, which will give my garrison enough time to prepare, set up decorations, get our affairs in order. I suppose in the meantime, you can take your crew out and... Do some swift piracy, but be sure to be back here in time for our wedding day. 
I uh, will, my love. <laughs> I I look forward to that day when I can invite you into my chambers. I nudge Devoth. Hey, you ever been seven days away from getting laid? <laughs> 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 I'm always three minutes away from getting laid. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Uh, right, right. All right, so uh, you guys are welcome to stay at the castle and keep partying for a little bit longer, but it's clear that if you're going to spend the night at the castle, you're going to be sleeping on the floor or Listen, like the table or something. Listen, we loud like. and clear. We're going to go raid another fishing village, and then we'll be come right back and get them married, and we'll be good. Oh, I'm glad we understand each other. Perfect. <laughs> you basically told us that's what we had to do. Yes. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll head back to the ship, and we're gonna take the mass shield with us. Oh. <laughs> Are we okay. gonna get the mass in turn at any point? Oh I, shit! I figured someone would have gone. My and grabbed, son. <laughs> I figured after the whole sun thing, like someone would have got him and let that him was, join the festivities. That was the cue. <laughs> well, yes. nobody actually asked to go get him. I was waiting for that too. Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't specifically say get him. <laughs> You were just and like he's been there the some... whole time. Yeah. Probably terrified, like, uh oh, this didn't go well. I'm still being held up. Yeah, nobody the nobody actually went and got the masked intern. That's okay. Uh, he's he's a trooper. As uh Royster is seeing you all off, he says, uh after you've cleared the stairs, we will bring Weldon down and send him out and you can return and fetch him. Who? My boy! <laughs> the, the 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 masked one, whatever, how, whatever you oh, actually the call him. Intern. Forgot he was up there. He stands quite stiffly when you say that. He he seems to have a retort, but is holding his tongue. Okay, so you guys get back in the longboat. You row out a little ways. The door to the castle opens again, and the masked intern is uh let outside. So we row back up to get him. It's like a fucking partied out, coked out, long boat. <laughs> the masked prisoner comes it's out. Party we're, like, we're rowing Who knows drunk. how many hours? Yeah. Like, yeah we're rowing drunk. We're going to make the masked intern row back. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We're way too drunk to be driving. He should definitely have to row back. Yeah. And I'm the first mate, so I don't row. Okay. So masked intern gladly takes over rowing from whoever... Did have control over it. Dude, he's the best. I'm going to give him a high five first. Yeah. <laughs> so, they treat you well? Yeah. You know, I kind of got cramped sitting on the floor for so long, but, you know, <laughs> I was I was free to roam about the room I was in, and they fed me and gave me stuff to drink. Heard you guys were having fun, uh, so good for you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, I think there's a party going back on the boat, so I think you'll have a chance to party out when we get back. I can't wait for you to meet your mother! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deign to respond. He's he's learned to just kind of let Shield say whatever, say he stuff says. like that. Yep. So have we. Questioning it just kind of makes it worse. So just makes your head hurt. So you guys are brought back. You guys row yourselves back to the Mascador, where sure enough, there's a bit of a party going on. You climb up onto the main deck, and Sandera immediately like runs over and gives Mass Shield a big hug. She's like, "Congratulations, Shield! Yes, yes." I- I knew you could do it. Thank you. I until this morning or ten hours ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, you guys continue partying on the Mascador, and uh, you wake up the next day quite hungover, except maybe Manny. Right. Mm. Yep. I'm gonna assemble the uh, the hungover crew. I'll I'll pull Mass Shield forward to kind of stand 
near me as I'm addressing the crew. And then I start talking. I'm going to clap Shield on the back and be like, Now this guy right here, this guy's getting married to give us a port of call. Someplace we can call our home so that we uh, have a safe refuge from the storms and from whatever else might arise. But we have a week until the wedding. So what I propose is we spend that week prowling around like we do best and we find a wedding gift befitting our new home. What do you say? <laughs> I start fanning my face like <laughs> with your shields. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll raise a glass to that. I'm blocking the face. Here here. Everyone's pretty like hung over. They're like hold like holding their their hands over their eyes to block the sun, but they're just like, "Yeah, okay. Let's scram do it. it. Scram cast indoor elements at that point to kind of like deal with like the lights. Just <laughs> nice. You're just going to dim the lights on the sun real quick. <laughs> All right, so uh, are you guys going for ships? Or are you going for fishing villages? What's your method of prowling? We're going to look for ships because what better wedding present than her own boat? Oh, dude, Ooh. you're so smart. Ooh, I love it. That's ridiculous. Here we go. So this is a uh, eradication mission is what you're saying. <laughs> Somebody say, well, actually, we'll, not sure we need people to <laughs> sail it back. Exactly. We'll, we'll we'll take the ship and see what happens. We'll see how many promotions we need to hand out. Exactly. <laughs> so, no fireball. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Would the captain please give me a profession sailor check? Uh, that is a 15. You're out sailing for four days. At the end of the fourth day, a few hours before sundown, off to the east, you see a column of black smoke rising into the sky. You know, no land is nearby, so it can only be a ship burning. Do you proceed? I do indeed. Two miles away, you see a single-masted, chelish naval cutter. You see that it has just defeated a pirate brig. As you close in, you're about a mile from the ship's. Uh, you can see that the Chalaxians are in the process of executing the surviving pirates by locking them below decks. They're setting up the pirate ship to uh, be burned to the waterline. You can see the last few bound prisoners being escorted below decks by the Chelish Marines as the fires begin to spread across the ship. So you can head right in and attack, or you can make sure you approach with the setting sun behind you. So Chalaxians don't spot you until your ship is upon them. That, that sounds one. like fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to take a lot longer, though? It'll take a little longer, but it looks like you you have time to circle around before the uh, before the ship burns. Okay, because I'm say that that's a hell of a way to die, Captain. I I I, I don't want to leave the men like that. Okay, yeah, then we're going right in to to rescue the pirates. Devoth uh, has no love for the Chalish, so we're not going to surprise attack it. No, Even because doing that time. would condemn them to death. No, he said it looks like we had time to do that. You'll have time to do that, but you'll be cutting it close. On the other hand, you'd get like a full surprise round on the Chelish Marines in ship-to-ship combat doing that. I mean, a ship and crew as a wedding gift is pretty great. Yeah, I, th- I think we have to maximize our odds of, of saving the other ship entirely, like as wholly as we can. So you're going to go straight for it? Yeah. All right. Would the pilot of the Mascador roll initiative? Scrib's got his mage armor on. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't believe it. Eight. 
on a natural okay. one. Okay, so the Chalaxians see you coming. You don't take any effort to hide your approach. They quickly run back across to their own ship. You see that. The name of their ship is the Famished Main. The pirate ship is the Vorsfang. Do we know the captain of the Vorsfang? Is it a free captain? Uh, make a knowledge local check. I got a 20 on mine. I got a 12 to assist. 18. Got that, 25. I pass assist. You know that the Vorsfang, they're just like fever sea pirates. They're not like big name pirates or anything. The captain certainly isn't a free captain of the Shackles. They're more or less you guys, but... But worse. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> uh, uh, captain, I have a bit of a plan. Well, out with it. I, I was wondering, maybe the boarding party grabs extra weapons. I and a very small contingency get into the hold and start freeing prisoners, telling them, hey, look around. There'll be weapons on the ground for you. See if we can shake things up and put it on our side. Well, uh, they're definitely going to have an axe to grind against the uh, the Chalaxians, so... And they'll already be brothers in arms with us after. We'll be, we've already fought side by side and shared blood. Oh, they'll love us. That's a sound plan. Why don't you and Scram do that? You can pile up some extra weapons in his bag of holding for easy transport. And then... I love it. Free them and arm them and have them join the fight. Scram? Scram's in. I got you back. All right, cool. All right, sounds like a good plan. Uh, so you're closing in on the on the famished main and the Vorsfang, and actually you see that six six Chelish Marines are actually still on the uh, the famished main waiting for you. But the sailors that went back to the famished main have uh, taken hold of some famished main siege engines. They're ballistae. Oh, so the uh, the Chelish sailors have armed their ballistae and have them trained on the Mascador. There's four ballistae in total, and they're all targeting the Mascador's captain. And we'll see you next week. Oh, come on, man. See ya. See ya. Love ya. Don't call Tom a level two bag. That's mean. (laughs) (laughs)